0: So essentially this house here is my, my dream house.
1: Welcome to Sawatch County Stories, a podcast of the Northern Sawatch County Library District, where we explore the evolution and history of the land and people of the Northern San Luis Valley of Colorado. I'm Sarah Kane Fry, director of the Northern Sawatch County Library District. In this episode, local resident Richard Trotter shares his story on the theme of finding home. In our Finding Home series, folks talk about their housing journey in the San Luis Valley.
0: Hello, I'm Richard Trotter. I live in Sawatch Colorado, and I'm 51 years old. OK, I guess I'll just dive in. <laughs> So uh, I'm originally from Pueblo, Colorado. I'm a Coloradoan. Um, I was in the Air Force for 21 years. I uh, uh, lived in Oklahoma for a little while, and then when I came back, I actually got a job with the Forest Service in Pueblo in the dispatch office. So lo and behold, on the radio, I met my wife. She was a dispatcher down here, so prettiest voice in the world. And uh, we ended up getting together and she's from here in Sawatch. So um, I was still in the Air Force Reserves and I got a job uh, with the Forest Service down here, actually on a fire engine, which probably wasn't my best option. I was a little out of shape in my (laughs) thirties. But uh, so I worked here for one summer on the fire engine and I moved here with um, who's now my wife and I just decided that she was a lifelong resident, she wasn't moving anywhere, I liked it, and uh, so I decided to stay, and that's when I came around and started looking for a house that fit my requirements, I have some requirements, and uh, I found one. (laughs) I've accumulated, uh, when I moved here, I guess I was in my upper 30s, it was um, 2008, or excuse me, 2007 when I moved here. So I had a lot of stuff that I brought back from Oklahoma, things i would collected over the years. So part of my reasoning for buying a house down here was to move things out of my storage area in Pueblo and look for a place here so I could have it all together. What was nice about the house I ended up buying is it's not a very big house, it's about 1,000 square feet, but it has three outbuildings. So it was, I have a, like a workshop garage and there was an outside garage back on the alley and a little storage shed it's two lots it had apple trees which as far as i can remember has always been one of my dream house goals so essentially this house here is my my dream house so that's how i came about um, buying it at that time i have the a past story and i can relate the story to the future as well so if you don't mind, I'll just go ahead and, and read it. It's a history from the, uh, I'll just, let me read the, the title here. It's the Swatch County Museum presents images of the past, volume four, people, places, and events. And you can get these over at the, at the museum. I'll add there for them, <laughs> but it's really neat. It has a history of the house that I bought. So uh, it's the history of the house I purchased submitted for the Sawatch Women's Club by Ann and Orville Werner in 1979. Originally Charles Tarbell bought the lot at the area in 1880. At some point it went back to the town of Sawatch, and then a fellow named Cracklauer bought it in 1904. The house was supposedly built in 1903. This is from Ann and Orville. We don't know when the house was built or who built it. The front part was built with logs sawed on two sides. The back part added later was with brick, frame, and adobe. The first family we can remember living there was the Friedel family. I remember them living there in 1922. They may have lived there before then. Mr. Friedel was the superintendent of schools. The Friedels bought the house on July 19, 1929. Uh, Dr. Waltig Kading bought it on October 23, 1948. Dr. Kading had an office where the, the clinic in town is now. Um, the Orville Werners bought it on July 3rd, 1958. So um, that comes down to me. They had the house for 50 years, and I bought the house in 2008. So I'm the sixth owner of the property and house in order, as far as we can tell. So. One of the good memories was by a lady named Virginia Sutherland, one of our folks who just passed away around here, Um, but she was a rancher. Sutherland family was a bunch of ranchers here, but her memory, and this this is pretty neat. I have a few fond memories of the then J. Casper Friedel home, now owned by Orville and Ann Werner. This home is situated just across the street, south of the Methodist Church, and just east from the old grade school where I went to school. Mr. Friedel was longtime superintendent of the Sawatch schools. He was a dignified man with a very shiny bald head, and he and Mrs. Bell Friedel seemed rather elderly to me then, but of course I was only a small child in the lower grades, as this was in the 1930s. We had some very severe winters during some of these years, and there were times when our ancient... Vintage 1917 black bus couldn't get through the drifts or blizzards, despite its high wheels. The other two bus routes were of course stalled also, so the poor Friedels and the George Birches, he was the principal of the grade school, and others had to house all of these bus kids somewhere. Several times a whole batch of us inundated the Friedel home and proceeded to have a ball, Poor Mrs. Friedel must have collapsed in exhaustion when we left. She would feed us all somehow and bed us all over the house and floors. I remember a pretty oriental, I think, rug and kids sleeping in giggling rows on it. Once we were snowbound for some time and spent two days and nights with the Friedels. Probably they were never the same again. But we loved them for being so nice to a bunch of wild kids and that's why I've always had fond memories of them when I look at that house by Virginia Witten Sutherland in 1979. And I just have visions of little kids running all over the house, having a blast. And what a, what a neat way to move into a, a place and have it as your dream home. That's the story of the anyways the house that I bought here. So you're asking about the future. Essentially my dream home. I know there's a lot there's a lot going on nowadays. People want to start Airbnbs. They want to rent their houses out. I think there's a... I haven't heard it personally, but I think there's a subcurrent that says, why doesn't he rent his house out? Because um, I do live with my wife on the west side of town in the house that she's rented, and she just wants to stay there in her house. So I've been just gradually working on the house and fixing it up. But my whole purpose is not only to have uh, the storage that I mentioned earlier, but it's my dream home. And my wife has three kids that she's raised here in Sawatch, and uh, two of them are now gone, but uh, they're away at a different location. And uh, there's one of them that's still here, and I have two granddaughters. And my whole purpose for this place is to have it so that my adopted family that have adopted me have a place to go. Um, no matter where they are in the world, they can always come home. So that's one of the reasons I, that's the main reason I have the house. For now, I get to do whatever I want with it. But at some point, they'll get it from me. I originally moved in, in the. I was in the late 30s my age 30s when I moved here, the the reason I came was mostly to be with with my wife and just to, and I the place kind of grew on me. <laughs> so um, as far as the age, I, I started out fairly young and at the time I was still in the Air Force uh, Reserves in Colorado Springs. So I would actually two or three times a week I would drive to Colorado Springs do my I was a flyer with the Air Force, and I would do my work with them. And then uh, it was it was just a nice place to to come home to. I grew up in a place, I grew up in Pueblo, but um, we always spent summers near uh, Lake San Isabel at a place called Aspen Acres. And so all summer, my dad worked up there, so the whole family would go up and I just always envisioned having a place close by the mountains. So at the time in my thirties, it was, it was just, I just wanted a, a house, a place to be, you know, like I kind of, like I mentioned before. Um, now I'm realizing at 51 that I'm not as able to do things <laughs> as I used to be. So as far as the age, uh, like if I, I'm not going to be able to shingle roofs anymore, I'm, I can do some construction and stuff, and I'm remodeling the house, but it's taken me a little while. Um, So I don't know that age actually affected why I'm here. It's more of the family Mm -hmm. kind of reason that I'm here. Um, So at one time, and you can see it in the picture out of the book too, there was a front room, and I got this from the family. So there's the front part of the living room, and then actually the back part of what is now the living room, um, was the, the parents' bedroom. And to get to the kitchen, you had to go through the parents' bedroom to get back to the kitchen. <laughs> so, but uh, they raised three kids there. And after they had uh, uh, moved out, they opened up the entire living room. So it's almost the entire space. It's a, a very large living room in there. Um, there's two bedrooms that come right off of it. So it's a v- nice open space. It's easy to heat. The walls are a foot thick. Um, just, and it's just really, it's just really kind of a neat place the way they did it. Uh, it's probably sitting on a, like rocks. Um, since 1903, it had some water issues. So the front of the house is actually settling a little bit. So it's sat down, but overall the whole house is in pretty, really nice shape. Um, they lived there for that 50 years and, they had done a remodel of the kitchen in the 1970s, I believe. It seems like 70s appliances. They finally did wear out on me, and I'm in the process of uh, remodeling the kitchen, which was built out of brick. Um, there's a really nice sunroom on the back, um, which was, was built in. It has the old you know, wavy window windows back there, great for plants and sitting on a sunny day. We'll need some work. But... Um, Overall, it, it's just pretty nice. Um, as far as the construction, the bricks are part of, uh, they're very similar to the bricks that were downtown here. So I'm assuming that they had a supply of those. It's the very soft brick that they built, they used back then. People have carved, they can carve their name in. But the house has been uh, covered up, you know, it's been sited, it has uh, masonite siding. And then at some point, they put a brand new roof in over the whole, the whole structure. And it pretty much looks the way it does today. Yep, I plan to be here the rest of... I, hopefully I get a trip to Florida at some point and get out of this cold weather. But yeah, I, yeah I'll be here with my wife. She'll be a long, lifelong resident.
1: You've been listening to Sawatch County Stories. Thank you to our guest, Richard Trotter, for sharing his story. This podcast is made possible in part through a generous Sawatch County sales tax grant. Our music was created and performed by Lydia Schultz Sprouts and Rob Treefort with Golden Turtle Sound. If you would like to share your story, have questions, or would like to reserve your spot at an interview event, email Eden. She can be reached at Eden Elderberry, at nsclibrarydistrict.org, or you can call the Sawatch Public Library at 719-655-2551. For new episodes, to read our blog, or to watch our YouTube channel, check out the Northern Sawatch County Library District website, nscld.colibraries.org.